Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Go 24-7 podcast, a breaking news edition of the podcast as Jake Johnson, four-star tight end, the number one tight end in the country, has committed to LSU and a big land for the Tigers, not only because he is the younger brother of LSU quarterback Max Johnson, but it's a position of need. Obviously, this position for the Tigers is extremely thin after the departure of Eric Gilbert and just some other guys shuffling out the door. And so LSU goes ahead and gets a top 100 prospect, one that's been crystal balled for a long time to land at LSU uh, in Jake Johnson. And on the 24-7 sports composite, he's the number 78 overall prospect in the country. Like I said, the number one tight end in the country and the number seven prospect out of the Peach State. 6'5", 210-pounder, had offers from Alabama, Clemson, Florida, Georgia, uh, Tennessee, all over the country, uh, you know, programs wanted Jake Johnson to come and play for him or play for them. And so LSU is the one that wins out here, continues to build some momentum for the 2022 recruiting class. And I'm Billy Ambody with me, Shay Dixon, to break this down. And Shay, uh, this is a prospect who, uh, out of, who, who out of the state of Georgia's had really, really productive seasons the past two years, uh, 845 yards as a junior and, uh, or excuse me, as a sophomore and 787 yards as a junior uh, in the 2020 season and really was a big play guy in his junior season, especially 37 receptions for 787 yards and 10 touchdowns. So let's get your initial reaction to this. I think one uh, for me, right off the bat, you're getting somebody that's expected to come in and play right away. Yeah, I mean, obviously a, a big grab for a number of reasons. You mentioned the stats being the number one tight end of the country, but Cole Taylor, who was a freshman a year ago, the backup to Eric Gilbert before he opted out, is the only scholarship player they've had all spring, Billy. I mean, that's not enough for them to get by long-term on, certainly. Uh, they've got a couple of walk-ons that are helping out, including Nick Stores. They signed a blocking tight end in Jalen Sheed, but he didn't get here until the summer. Can he really even offer you, you know, you right away? Uh, I think it's massive for the future to load up on maybe a couple of tight ends in this class, but you hear those stats, obviously uber productive, both in the yards and touchdowns going double digits. They went to back-to-back state titles too at Oconee County, obviously played with Max uh, in his sophomore year and in his junior year without him uh, and still made it back to that title game. He was such a key piece to him. Uh, but I go back to it. It's the depth. Look, they've beyond with Eric Gilbert gone, they have Cole Taylor. That's the only scholarship tight end that was here this spring. He was just a freshman a year ago. They've got some walk-ons helping out like Nick Stores, and, and that's going to be the story for this fall, right? But you've got to bulk up beyond that. They signed Jalen Sheed, a three-star blocking tight end out of Mississippi. He'll get here this summer. But you needed one or two, at least one. You maybe need two tight ends in this class to build towards the future. But you wanted to find a way to score big with a guy who could catch the ball and block. And and from talking to Jake, he said uh, he's worked on both of those a a good bit. And Billy, I'll update you. He also said now 
heading into now that he's not playing football and is kind of more focused on working out and bulking up a bit. Uh, he's in that six, five and a half two twenty something range. And for a kid who's not even done with his junior year, uh, that's big size. He's got the bloodlines, his dad, Brad Johnson, obviously Max is a big kid uh, and he's the biggest of the bunch. And, uh, and I'll tell you, he, he was pumped about it. He said that um, kind of behind the scenes, he had let the staff know late last week. Uh, he had let a couple of his close friends know, and he let Max and his parents know, but then uh, the rest of us in the world and, and all of his uh, high school teammates got to be surprised whenever he uh, made things official on Thursday afternoon. And he's somebody that, uh, one, I think the most important thing is that he can step right in and, and, and play right away. He's not somebody that, you know, needs to really fill out that frame or uh, has to polish some things up. And, you know, you you posted when when he committed that those clips of him working out. Um, and again, we've seen it when they were at home during COVID and just working out together, Max and Jake. And he's polished. He's he's got the pedigree, like you said. So I think he's going to come right in and be a really good compliment to Cole Taylor. Who knows? Maybe overtakes him. I mean, that's just how uh, highly thought of Jake Johnson is. And when you're that productive as a tight end, I mean, it it, it stands out. And so for Walker Howard, the the four the five star quarterback uh, who LSU has committed now, he gets another weapon joining Aaron Anderson, AJ Johnson, and Nicole Crawford, the three wide receivers committed uh, to LSU right now. The class ranks in the top five. Twelve commitments now on board for Ed Ogeron. And I think this is one that, again, it makes a lot of sense for him to commit to LSU, obviously with his brother uh, there already. Um, but it's just another piece of momentum going into the summer. Official visits are starting to get set um, with the dead period ending June 1st. And Shay, I think we're in for a busy summer. And, you know, the thing I, I think is that, you know, LSU has to start hitting on some of, some more of these in-state kids, try to get some more on board uh, before their senior seasons get 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 underway. So what what's kind of your next uh, steps for this class as they uh, begin to really uh, start to stack commitments and and we'll see camps hit, you know, Baton Rouge uh, here in the summer and and the coaching staff will be able to get official visitors on campus as well. I'll answer that twofold because I'll close on Jake Johnson and that commitment uh, before I wrap up the pod and and then I'll segue into to your question there. One thing that Jake talked about, and yes, it makes sense. His brother, his best friend, uh, Max is, you know, is the quarterback. He's taking the first team reps. He'll be there. He's a young kid. And uh, so they'll have a chance to be on the same team together in college. Uh, and that was really attractive to him. But he said, look, from talking to Jake Peets and talking to Derek Shea and talking to Coach O about the direction of this offense and how much they want to use tight ends and what they want them to be doing, he said that really pushed it over the top to make him feel just incredibly comfortable uh, with the fit because he thinks that from what Pete's has told him, and he said, um, obviously recruits can't meet face to face um, with coaches, but his brother's on the team. So he's been able to talk to him a ton and uh, had their zooms and all that uh, with the pre-existing relationship. And uh, he just said, look, I I've talked to him enough to know that this is what his offense is. Max has told me so much about what the offense is and it it's a perfect fit for me. Um, so I think that not only is it they're getting a guy who's the number one tight end in the country, all of that, but someone who really sees and is picking LSU, yes, his brother is the quarterback, uh, but because he has full faith that this offense is going to utilize uh, the tight end, flexing him out, playing him in a number of different spots as a mismatch guy, uh, and that's what Jake is. And I think, look, official visits are going to be huge, and or visits alone. I mean, the dead period ends June 1. None of these players have seen a coach face-to-face -face in a year and three or four months at that point. So that's massive. But to go in line with that, I think it's people like 
Coach O, but Pete, Durante Jones, Andre Carter, Blake Baker, DJ Mangus. Uh, then you get Kevin Falk and Mickey Joseph and uh, Craig and all these different guys. Uh, Corey Raymond, obviously, back out there on the recruiting trail. That's going to give LSU a huge boost because we've already seen it with the current team. They've all talked about how much new energy is around the building, how much the kind of the youth infusion of the coaching staff, the average age of the 10 on-field coaches dropped by 20 years uh, with the changes that Orgeron made this offseason. If the players are recognizing that, then I think that certainly recruits will recognize that. Uh, Jake Johnson talked about it for one. We've heard it from some of the other committed guys. But uh, I think that once the floodgates open, Billy, that LSU is going to have a bit more momentum maybe than some other teams, even coming off of a 500 season because they've got some new blood on the staff that seems pretty eager to get out there. And I think in-state is is where we're going to see, I think, some some dominoes start to fall, in my opinion. And I think as the 2022 class gets to do these visits and gets to get out to, to different campuses, they'll realize, um, you know, that I think they need to make their decision before their senior years and take advantage of some of these visits, check out out-of-state opportunities. You know, I think somebody like uh, Jamon Tapp is, is somebody that I've got circled. We'll see if Shaz Preston moves his process along. Jacoby Matthews, uh, you know, is he going to move his process along? He's got an official visit set. So, you know, there. I think the in-state guys is where I start to circle um, in terms of the press because they're going to be able to get guys on campus for camps, unofficial visits, do all those things. And, you know, with LSU, we always seem, seem to see it over the summer a little bit. Some of these in-state guys end up popping. We saw it with Chris Hilton. We saw it with Jaqueline and Roy. Um, we, we've seen it uh, in, in various times throughout um, the recruiting cycles that, that these guys uh, don't end up wanting to wait until that, that, that you know, post-senior year decision or, um, you know, a national signing day decision. So I, I'm starting to c- circle a lot of the in-state guys to maybe make some decisions um, and, and we'll see really where um, LSU puts the press on because they'll get their first look at these guys for the first time and, uh, you know, at least in person and, gosh, well over a year. Yeah, it's going to be a fun time. Look, everybody out there, June 1, circle it, get to the website, start listening to the podcast even more then because uh, it'll almost be like a signing day feel just because it's been so much built up, um, kind of non, non-points non of contact, non-dates of contact that uh, they're going to have to really double down and triple down on their efforts. Uh, and it's going to be everybody in the same spot trying to chase each other out of the gates. I'm, I'm excited about it. I'll say this. I like where they're at right now, Billy. Jake Johnson's a huge addition, but you're in that 12 to 13 range entering, you know, the end of April. Uh, let's say they finish the month up with 13 commits, something in that range. Then you're entering May, June, July, the summer months traditionally, where you can decide, hey, do I want to go ahead and stack up t- quick? I mean, you can get to 20 commits in a hurry, or are we taking our time here? You know, I think the most interesting thing to do will be watch how they balance the, we haven't seen kids in forever, so we want to actually get into the really in-person eval process of it all and visits. Uh, versus, hey, when you've got a chance to drop a domino, you drop it right then. Uh, and that's what makes it fun. So big pickup for them today, though. I, I like Jake Johnson a ton. He's going to be a guy that, uh, that'll play a lot of football for LSU. I love the pickup as well. And thanks for everyone uh, who listened to the podcast, recapping the addition of Jake Johnson. The number one tight end in the country lands with LSU. So we covered that and keep it locked on go 24 7 Dot com for the latest on LSU recruiting. It's about to heat up. Official visits are just over a month away from beginning. So make sure you get online by taking advantage of our dollar for just one month deal. 
so you can you know get covered for that first month through the end of uh, spring football and and into uh, into the May period when we'll get to see a lot of guys, uh, the high school players in spring football, uh, and do all of that before the summer really gets going and camp season picks up. So with that, guys, for Shay Dixon, I'm Billy Embody. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Go 24-7 podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.